Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. Exceptional leaders drive exceptional standards. Are you an exceptional leader? Hello and welcome back. This is Darren Mitchell and you're listening to another episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. So glad you could join me for yet another episode. In fact, today is episode, I think it's episode number 220. So uh, if you've been listening for a while, hopefully I'm continuing to add value. And if you're brand new, welcome to the show. So I wanted to talk about this topic today because there's been a bit of a theme through this week uh, dealing with clients and also running uh, a conference, which I did earlier this week, in around exceptional leadership, but also this concept of standards, driving exceptional standards. And often the standards that we set, uh, the pressure is on the leader to make sure that the standards that are set are also the standards that are implemented and are measured. And often what happens is we'll sit down as a team or maybe even as a leader and start putting in place some expectations, some standards, maybe even doing some team values. And it just becomes a conversation and it just becomes some some words potentially on a page. And there might even be some like some values in the case of values. There might even be some values placed on an A4 and A3 sheet. It's laminated, placed up on the board, placed up around the office. And you walk past it a few times and you'll see it. And then before long, it becomes almost invisible. And they just become, well, that was just a conversation we had three weeks ago and we don't really we don't really refer to those and they're certainly something we don't necessarily demonstrate. And so from an exceptional leadership point of view, we need to really, really hone in on this, this thing called standards because if we're not setting exceptional standards, then we're not underpinning our performance for exceptional performance, but also exceptional growth and sustainable growth, which is something I'm always banging on about and helping teams become... Uh, sustainable in their in their I guess their growth, but also their achievement of results, so that those results also, those results also become replicable. So there's a system to it, and so leadership and, and we've got to understand this as well that leadership is a huge responsibility, but it's also a phenomenal opportunity. And not a lot of leaders necessarily recognise that there are so many people out there that are hunting down the title of leader, and it's once they get there, it's almost like oh, I've arrived. But that's really where the work starts. And as a leader, uh, as a person who has a title, whether it be director, manager, team leader, whatever the case might be, much is expected of us. And for some, it can be really, really difficult because some leaders do allow the title to be literally the be all and end all. And, and they think that once we've got the title, I live, have literally arrived. So therefore, everybody's going to be at my beck and call. Everybody will be at my, will be falling at my feet. And literally anything comes out of my mouth will be uh, almost gospel, or so they will think. Um, and because of that, they can often become, uh, what's, the, what's the term, one-dimensional and also one-directional. And that is, they're not necessarily engaging their team in a way that creates this, I guess, culture of independence, where you're tapping into the intelligence of the team, looking for where those strengths are that the team possess, and utilizing those to the fullest potential so the team, the whole team can grow, the whole team can lift. And the, so these leaders, my experience is these leaders become quite uh, isolated in a lot of cases, but also they're not necessarily, and well, in fact, not necessarily, they're never actually in a position where they can extract the maximum potential out of their team. And so they don't achieve what they ultimately could have achieved if they had just taken a step back and perhaps taken a different slant and a different focus. 
But other, other leaders, they see this as an opportunity to really unleash the potential of their team and achieve the outcomes that others potentially can only dream of. And the way they do that is they start looking at what are the standards we have in place? What are the things we need to do to create the culture where people are wanting to make a contribution, not looking at what they can take out of the culture? So in today's podcast, I want to ask you a question. Which one are you? Why did you get into a sales leadership role? Or why did you get into a leadership role? If you're not in sales and you listen to the podcast, why are you in a leadership role? What attracted you to be a leader? And if you've been a leader for a little while, what keeps you coming back? What is it about the leadership role that really uh, floats your boat, that really motivates you to come in every single day and do the things that you do to get the results that you uh, hopefully are driving towards and getting and getting good results? So which one are you? Are you driving exceptional standards uh, almost to the point of being obsessive or are you letting it happen? Are you letting others dictate what the standards are? Are you letting your senior leaders, for example, dictate what the standards are? Uh, because here's the thing, exceptional leaders, this is what they do. They become almost obsessive on the standards they want to set, but also the standards they want to measure and the standards they want to execute and demonstrate through role modeling. They do this every single day. They set the bar extremely high and they relentlessly drive the standard, irrespective of how they feel, irrespective of the current situations, irrespective of other priorities. They will be absolutely uh, relentlessly focused at, like a laser beam on what those standards are. Now, in working with, uh, working with leaders and working with teams and sales teams over the last few years, it's really intriguing to look at the number of organizations and the number of leaders who allow others to create what those standards are and they don't necessarily get the full buy-in of the team and certainly as an individual leader, don't necessarily get their buy-in either. And so often what will happen is, and I'll observe, I'll observe this when I'm out with, with, with clients, and I'll see a leader interacting with their team. I'll see one of, their, one of their direct report leaders interacting with their team. And we've just had a conversation around standards. And the standard could be, you know what, uh, I'm going to be treating people with respect, with respect, or I'm going to be listening. I'm going to engage in two-way conversations, whatever the standards are. And then you go and observe people having conversations or you observe people in the actual workplace and you know what you're seeing is something absolutely completely contrary to the conversation that we've just had, which says to me that in a lot of cases, people will bring people together, they'll bring a team together, and I'll have this conversation around whether it be team values or team expectations or indeed team standards, and it's almost like, well, we're now insulated to the real world, we're having a conversation in a room, we're doing some stuff on a flip chart or on a whiteboard, and then it's almost like, well, when we leave the room, then all of the stuff we've just spoken about is now forgotten. I can now go back to normal business. I can go back to now the way I've always done things, which really is the, is the unwritten ground rule or the real standard. And this is the challenge for many leaders because uh, sometimes this is not easy. Sometimes we have to do a lot of unlearning ourselves, but also create a space where some of our team members can also do some unlearning so that they've got the capacity and the room and the space to bring on and take in some new standards and maybe embrace a new way of doing things. And then it's up to us as the leader to set the example, but also be relentless in our pursuit of excellence. When we're back out in the field, when we're back out in on the floor, when we're back out within our teams, when we're back out in front of customers, making sure that what we're seeing in terms of the behavior is exactly consistent with the, with the behavior that we said we wanted to drive. That is the standard of excellence. And so here's the question. What standards do you have in place? Are they consistent? Are they measurable? And do you constantly speak about them? And this is where the rubber really hits the road because as I said, so many people will bring people together, they'll bring their team together, have this conversation and then go out back to the real world 
and all of the stuff is literally forgotten. So we've had a great conversation for an hour. We've written some words up on a board. We might have some sentences. These are the things we've agreed upon. But nobody actually takes the bull by the horn and actually does something with it. And this is where the exceptional leader absolutely separates themselves from everybody else. Because the exceptional leader will, first of all, not waste any time bringing people together if there's not going to be anything tangible to come out of it that's not uh, specific that we can measure, that we can actually look at and we can view and we can help as, as a, I guess, a catalyst to change the culture. They just have better things to do than do that. So the first premise here is when you bring your team together and when you're talking about standards, are you fully committed to driving standards of excellence? Because if the answer to that is yes, then hey, one of the key responsibilities that we have as exceptional leaders is to drive that standard and be relentless in our focus on that. Now, if that means you're going to have some people that are disagreeing with you, that are going to challenge you, that are going to uh, sort of have some uh, growing pains and maybe resist resist the things we've spoken about because they may not necessarily agree or for them individually, it may be difficult for them to implement. And that's the other thing. Often, often the standards we talk about as a team, sometimes people, when they're out back in their normal work environment, they're not quite sure how to demonstrate this. What does excellence actually look like? And so this is where the sales leader and certainly the exceptional leader can come into the fore again and help them, teach them, model them, uh, give them feedback, coach them, mentor them so that they know exactly what this particular standard looks like. So they know, they now have a benchmark of what excellence looks like and they've got something to compare it to. This is where the exceptional leaders, exceptional sales leaders in particular, separate themselves from their competition. They don't just talk about it, they look for opportunities where they can demonstrate it and they make it really practical and tangible for their team to understand what this exceptional standard actually looks like. So it can become embedded into the mannerisms, into the behavior, into everything that we do. And what happens is over time, and I don't know how long it's going to take, it could be seven days, could be seven weeks, could be three months, who knows, right? Depends on the circumstances, depends on the environment, but also depends on the adaptability and flexibility of your team and how willing they are to try something new. Because it does require a lot of people to jump outside of their comfort zone into what we call the learning zone. And for some, it might actually go a little bit further where they're crossing a terror barrier and it may absolutely scare the living bejesus out of them because it's completely uncomfortable. And that's okay, but this is what an exceptional leader will do. They'll be there for their team and they'll make sure that they are consistently driving these standards. Now, I had a conversation with one of my clients this week and we were talking about this because they were having some challenges with their particular team in relation to this exact topic. And so we started to talk about, okay, what are some standards that we can think about that we can put in place that might have uh, applicability across multiple different industries, multiple different sales teams, and multiple different teams for that matter. And here's just a few examples that you can think about. So if you're sitting there thinking, okay, what are exceptional standards look like? What are they? How do I measure them? Well, here are some ideas to get your creative juices flowing. And maybe you can do this with your team and just sit down and think about, do we do these or can we put these in place? And if we do, what will happen to our performance, but also what will happen to our level of engagement and therefore the culture that we build. Uh, here's some examples. So for example, active listening. How often do you see teammates having a conversation and you know that one person is actually not listening whatsoever. All they're doing is waiting for the other person to finish talking so this other person can actually say what they really want to say. So active listening. And this, is, this means being present in the moment. That is a standard. Uh, how do you demonstrate flexibility? Do we have a standard around flexibility? I.e., we're not going to be stuck in our ways. We're going to be looking for doing things a different way. We're going to be embracing things like feedback. And we're going to be looking at how can we be adaptable and how can we be flexible. That is a standard. Uh, not criticizing and not judging is a standard. So being able to embrace people for who they are, looking at it, looking at them for who they are, 
understanding they're different. They might have different perspectives. They've got different backgrounds. They might have different beliefs, but that's okay. Being accepting of that and being able to adapt to that and bring them in irrespective of what their background is. Um, are you creating space for others is another standard. When you're sitting down with your team, and this is this is a great one for a leader, for example, when you're having an interaction with your team, notice that everybody's watching you, including the person that you're having this interaction with. So are you, as a leader, creating space for the person or the team to share information, to give feedback, to give their perspective, or just are you being there in a position where you're just present, right, without necessarily having to say anything or do anything other than just be there. That is about creating space, and that is a exceptional standard. Do you empower others? Empowering others is a standard, right? Looking for opportunities where you can encourage people and lift them up. Um, are you delivering uh, feedback? Are you becoming that feedback-seeking machine that we've actually talked about a lot on this podcast? Are you in a position where you've now created an environment where people are expecting and demanding feedback? That is a standard. And the last one, and there's probably a whole host of others, but the last one to think about is, are you creating an environment where independent thinking is coming to the surface? Not just, as we talked about before with these one-dimensional leaders and one-directional leaders, not just telling people what to do, but creating a space where you want people to start thinking for themselves and come up with ideas, come up with suggestions, create new ways of doing things and, and think outside the square, bring, bring some innovation to the team. So there's some examples of exceptional standards. Now, you might have a whole host of other ones and you may actually specifically have some that are relevant to your particular team or to your particular business or in fact, your particular industry. Now, the question I want to ask you though is do you have, have you got exceptional standards? Have you sat down and really identified what those standards are, put them down on paper, interrogated them, looked at them from multiple different angles, asked questions around how you can measure them, asked questions about how these can be uh, followed religiously and relentlessly every single day. How can we use this as a filter through which we do everything? Have you done all that? And if you have, you're in a great position to build a really highly professional, highly exceptional sales team, and in fact, a team in general. If you haven't, then maybe that's the gap that perhaps you can start looking at filling and maybe it's going to be the difference that makes all the difference between the results you're getting right now, but also the results that you're capable of getting over the next 30, 60, 90 days and beyond, and really setting that platform up for sustainable and exponential growth. And so I hope that message makes, makes sense because I see so many, so many teams out there that are literally going through the motions. And unfortunately, there are a lot of leaders who are running these teams and leading these teams who are also going through the motions. And part of it is sometimes they don't know what they don't know. So they've never really been taught. They've never really been exposed to things like standards. They haven't really sat down and asked themselves what standards are. And that's why uh, people like myself, um, shameless plug, of course, that's why I come in and I work with them and work with the leaders to help set those standards, but also translate that, in, that into the team, which is something tangible that they can grab hold of, hold of, do something with, and actually see some tangible results from. And that's where sustainable results actually come from. So I trust that message is of value to you on your quest to become exceptional, but also to your team that you can give something uh, give something back to them and get them involved in driving these standards as well. And look, if you'd like some help with this, love to work with you one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, companies bring me in and also sales leaders bring me in to work with them one-on-one -on -one to do this, to really set these standards, but also set a platform for exponential, exponential growth. Put my teeth back in. So if you'd like some help with this, love to work with you one-on-one. -on -one. Let's uh, set up a time. 
let's have a conversation about what that program looks like and let's get going and work together over the next 90 days. To uh, book a time, go into my calendar at leadwithdarren.com. Pick a time, we'll set up a Zoom call and I look forward to having that conversation. Um, it does require an investment. I get that and you'll get that. But hey, nothing worth achieving is not worth investing in and uh, I can guarantee the results will be extraordinary. And I'd uh, love to give the opportunity to work with you and also uh, help you on your quest to become an exceptional sales leader. So with that said, have a phenomenal weekend. This today being Friday the 26th of February and I look forward to talking to you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.